Northerners. That's the name of your podcast, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Where your two favorite non-binary whitey tidy dykes, Molly and Aaron, shoot the shit. In this week's episode, we introduce our very first guest, who also happens to be my very own real-life live-in roommate, to talk about the woes and joys, small, small amount of joys, of the dating apps. I think before that, we need to introduce a needed guest. That is true. Here I am. <laughs> Do you want to introduce yourself? Hey, listeners. That's the name of your podcast again. <laughs> Babylon Butches. Hey, listeners of Babylon Butches. This is Kennedy. Say she. Reporting live from Seattle, Washington. And is my roommate and also one of our best friends (laughs) so you know easily persuaded to be part of the podcast (laughs) (laughs) i just might be back later (laughs) yeah true but but this topic is important because we want to talk about tinder and kennedy um recently downloaded a tinder for the first time so i feel like you have a unique good uh perspective to share on the topic would you agree with that i got fresh eyes yeah yes exactly Um, and then Erin's recent phenomenon is that they recently had a birthday. Yes, they recently. Thank you so much, Molly. (laughs) Since there's a 25. (laughs) 25. And I recently realized that, like, I leveled up by turning 25. Like, the best present on Tinder was turning 25. (laughs) 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 Like, because, like, at 24, I was, like, People, like, I think they really think, like, oh, I'm only dating, like, 25-year-olds and older. And, like, 24 and 25 are, like, a divisive age. And so I think, like, people have their (laughs) tenders set to 25 and, like, or older. And so turning 25, I unlocked, like, a bunch of baddie queers in their early 30s, late 20s that I didn't have at 24. And so... Just in the past week, I've, like, talked to, like, four different people. I've had, like, made, like, two different dates. Like, I have things going on. Yeah. (laughs) Whereas, like, the past, like, three months as 24-year-old had nothing. Yeah. No dates. No dates. Yeah. So, I think that this is, like, a phenomenon that is only going to get better, hopefully. Like, every year, better people. I do think, probably not until another milestone. Like, I Mm -hmm. I do think people are, like, 25 and older. Like, yeah. probably a lesser amount are, like, 26 and up. True that. True that. True that. Also, speaking of, like, time, like, first time on Tinder, like, I would love to know, Molly, when your, like, first encounter with, like, dating apps and Tinder was, because Kennedy's <laughs> first time was more recently, so mm-hmm. I'm getting hard backgrounds. Ooh, that's a great point. Did you... Really quick. <laughs> Did you date enough in Alaska at all? I mean, I guess no. you were dating someone, huh? Not really. Yeah. Yeah. I No, I never actually did have a dating app in Alaska. It 
question. I would have loved to report out on the queer scene of Anchorage. I think that's why I didn't have one. Yeah, I think I go to Alaska this summer. I think if I go to Alaska this summer, it's going to be a time. Mm, I didn't think about that. Yeah, yeah. Eric, also just a lot of complications. That's your chance to peg nuts. (laughs) Yeah. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Like hot Alaskan men? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Some rugged fishermen? Yeah, fuck. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. That's a good move. I don't know if they're gonna do it the Seattle dyke though. Like just like Alaska fishermen. I don't know if they're gonna be into it. Yeah. One can only assume. So Molly, when did you get on that? Okay, I will be flipping this question back to you. (laughs) So prepare yourself. I started on the apps beginning junior year of college. Or no no. Oh my god, I forgot about college college Molly Tinder boy (laughs) face. Yeah, it goes deep. On straight Tinder. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so Straight. <laughs> I started on the apps, and I mostly just like went on a few dates, had a few one night stands. Overall, bad experience, I would say. Then I dated someone senior year, so I, and it was monogamous, so I wasn't on them then. Um, so I would say that I was there for a year, and then I recently got on them when I moved back. So when I got on Tinder was, let me give some background story, is that I went to an all-girls Catholic high school, now I'm a day that I'm queer, you know, Kennedy also went to an all-girls Catholic high school, she's a queer, whole topic on another pod, yeah, Kennedy will guest another time to talk about (laughs) all-girls Catholic high schools, question yeah, yeah, definitely, so in that time period, I like, was living in the suburbs, like, far from where I grew up, and the school was, like, downtown, and so all of my friends that I grew up with went to the public school, and then I went to, like, the all-girls Catholic high school downtown, so I didn't really have, like, a good way to, like, meet guys that I was interested in, but, like, 17, I was like, I've heard this thing about Tinder, and so I, like, lied and put I was 18 on Tinder, and was like, if I'm 17 and they're like 18 or 19, like that's not bad. I told them before we meet, I was like, I'm actually 17, but I'm turning 18 like in six months. Like, are you okay with that? Yeah. And like 18, 19 year olds are like, whatever. Yeah. 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 And so I found some men, looked at like a lot of random men. Yeah. Like 17, 18 year old me. Big mood. Then I went to college and first like year I was like oh I'm gonna change it to like everyone and first year I was like I am bi hooking up with like femmes and men and then slowly it was like no more men no more men the apps will do that to you yeah so I've been on straight straight tinder except to try to like find a man to peg Mm -hmm. since like which we literally were saying earlier today that it's a rough life out there for the straights. The straights. <laughs> like, men are bad. Objectively bad on the apps. Yeah, but especially yeah. straight women. And I think especially Tinder. Yeah. I think I recently found that yeah. I've been on Seattle dating apps enough to, like, see people in, like, real life and, like, know people and, like, I've dated oh, enough queers in Seattle now. So recently... 
I have a friend who like got a tattoo from this like up and coming tattoo artist and I was like this is a really cool tattoo I've never seen this artist before and I clicked on their account and I like scrolled and I found them about me and I was like oh we went on a date three years ago that is rogue oh my god <laughs> and I was like fuck it was when wow. okay do you remember before Lex there was like that Instagram called personals okay so there's this Instagram called personals oh, yeah that Lex was based off of and people would like post ads about themselves and then you would like go to their DMs so like that's how Lex kind of began and then okay. they transferred to the app I met them on the personals Instagram oh, from god. them posting an ad in Seattle oh, like three or four years ago I love that energy yeah that's amazing and you only went on one date? We went on what one happened? date. How did it end? So we went to that one. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't start. <laughs> I think we went to that, uh, like, David Bowie-themed bar, Life on Mars. Oh, whoa. We went on Life on Mars, it was, like, right after it opened. Fun. It was, like, brand new. It's in Cobb Hill. I've heard of it. Um, we went there, and, like, we each got, like, a fancy cocktail, and we shared a couple appetizers, but it's like, was vegan, and I wasn't, like a puke fan of like the vegan cheese like the food wasn't that great <laughs> you know like yeah. i love the restaurant review yeah <laughs> <laughs> i just chose the taste <laughs> it was like flirty good convo but i think we were both like still figuring out like our own queerness like at yeah. that time they used different pronouns had a different look i definitely had a different look i had like long hair was yeah. using like she they at that time like yeah, yeah. i think we were both like in like queer discovery and not knowing like exactly what we wanted or who we were friendly vibes like would definitely like chat with them again but like wasn't like oh this is an automatic yeah click romantically yeah i feel like most of my tinder dates are that way yeah and that's the risk we are with the apps and but also like it's so rare that you have that like and yeah like, I first think, time you meet someone click i think i have to lower the bar you just gotta be a bigger hoe. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, okay. what are your thoughts on being a new Tinder user? I definitely feel like, for the listeners, I'm someone who, like, really doesn't catch feels unless I know someone pretty well, historically. So, we're testing out. Maybe that will change uh, with this new Tinder exploration. But I feel gross, like, swiping off people. Yeah. Like, based on, like, some pictures, yeah. little bio. But there's definitely some cuties out there, so I'm excited. If I end up with, like, I'm not looking for, like, anything particular, so if I, like, the vibe with some of my friends, like, mm -hmm. cool. Maybe. Yeah, I think that's a good way to be on Tinder, is open up with friendships. Something that I did senior year of college, fall of 2018, I was, like, I went on so many, like, internet dates, like, first dates, mm -hmm. and I was, like... I just want to know what first date's like. I want to take, like, the scariness out That's of it. That's kind of yeah. where I'm at. And I just want to, like, dive in. Yeah. yeah. And then I found somebody and, like, ended up dating them for, like, two years. Another thing I've been thinking about and was talking earlier with our friend, Kate, was that polyamory is, like, a word that we can use without having to be, like, I'm, like, when you're dating a lot of different people, mm -hmm. seeing who you like and what you want to do and, like, is that like like a word for that rather than just being like i'm dating around something i was thinking about was like how like how how is like casually dating different than polyamory yeah yeah sleeping with a bunch of people talking to a bunch of people i mean just kind of thinking about that for me when my assumption and maybe i shouldn't assume this my assumption when someone says they're 
polyamorous or like ENM, ethically non-monogamous, especially if they say ENM. My assumption is that they have more intentionality with how they are going about it and having like a lot more communication and conversation. Whereas casual dating, I feel like my connotation is that there is kind of like a don't ask, don't tell policy. Mm. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think it's interesting because I think like casual dating has this like idea that you are like dating until you can find the one. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. I also think that when, if you're like not necessarily looking for the one and you're queer, but you don't actually say the word poly, but you're like casually dating people and you're like communicating, is yeah. that polyamory? Like, well, how can we like, like what qualifies? I that? yeah. I do think the in- intentionality is a big piece. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like people who say they're just casually dating, exactly, they're like testing the waters with people and we'll probably call it quits if they think you're not like worth monogamy mm-hmm. <laughs> with them you know what I mean yeah yeah um, no that's whereas that's someone's true Polly is more like hey I have capacity to like exist with multiple people and it's not like narrowing you all down until one of you right. meets all my needs right so true that's a good distinction I think too a piece of it is that for thing to remember is that labels can only get us so far <laughs> in things actually have conversations about what that means to people rather than just being like broad stroke I'm like polyamorous or I like don't want to have like this type of relationship but like talking about that what that means I have learned is very important (laughs) (laughs) yeah I mean I think that's something I've been thinking about because I don't my tinder bio doesn't say anything about what I'm looking for same and I question if I should do that or not yeah and I think it's been interesting noticing for me how like if someone's really really cute and they're like partnered in poly I'll swipe right but if they're like semi-cute and in a relationship I'm kind of like that's not worth it like it's Mm. interesting doing that kind of math but um, I'm kind of like I've never purposely been in a poly situation as myself being poly or dating someone who's poly and if people are like are you poly I'm just gonna be like I'm like down to try it and yeah. then while it's casual I don't really think it matters yeah yeah and then totally. we'll see yeah time. I think the word poly for me I struggled with for a long time because polyamory like the definition is like you can be in love with multiple people or like that's kind of how I thought of it as like the word polyamory mm-hmm. and so for me it was like even when, when I was in love with people and I was dating people in uh, like primary partnerships I was like, I don't know if I can say I'm poly because I don't know if I have the time, energy, wherewithal to be in a, like, love-type relationship with another person. Mm -hmm. But, like, I have the time, energy to casually date and to, like, sleep with other people Mm -hmm. and to, like, talk with other people. So does that mean, like, I'm poly or does that mean we're in an open relationship? Yeah. Yeah. I have gone back and forth on that exact same question. So well, I feel like, I feel like that's when you're ethically non-monogamous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> they're all Again, the same and they're all different. the labels, not yeah. the important piece. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like how I feel like I'm everything LGBTQ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I am Damn. <laughs> True that. Like, if people are like, what are you? I'm like, LGBTQ. <laughs> yeah. 
thinking about though was like how dating apps have changed over time and like the ways that like we have certain dating apps and different like groups of people have their like preferred and I know that like a lot of like cis femme like straight people really hate tinder mm-hmm. but like yeah. love hinge yeah. but like as a queer like afab person i like tinder a lot more because it is just a better format mm-hmm. and how i've tried like her and i've like tried lex and oh you hinge. have i want to hear about those lex is interesting this is why i trust aaron's <laughs> advice about what the best dating app is well i've tried lex and lex is like honestly like it's real sad boy vibes like People are like, I'm so lonely, like, looking for a conversation partner. It's really sad. Big frowns. (laughs) (laughs) And, like, the format is there's, like, no photos. It's, like, all, like, black and white. Uh I think with Lex is I would love in an ideal world to be the type of person where appearances don't matter in, in a dating realm, in a dating realm. But I'm not. And that's just, that's just who I am as a person, and it matters to me, and I like to see the visual element, and to like yeah. also visually Well, Lex, you can attach your Instagram, too. Oh. But for people that have private Instagrams, that yeah. doesn't necessarily work that great. Yeah. But it is interesting, because we were, as we prepped for the show, we were, <laughs> we were talking about how, like, what you swipe in pictures is normally, like, different than what you vibe with in person. So even though the pictures help, it's not like... Mm. I also think that people's Tinder pictures are very curated, whereas if you see somebody's, like, Instagram, you might know if you vibe with them better. Because I think it depends on, like, the Instagram and the vibes. So maybe I try Lex. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't know. I don't know if if my mental health is, like, good enough to, like, date somebody whose mental health is, like, not great. Mm. And on Lex, I've just seen people who, like, not, like, saying it's, like, a bad thing. My heart goes out to them. Yeah. And I'm like, I, I can't pull you out of that. Yeah. Like, I don't know if that's good for me. Like, mm-hmm. I want to support people, but at the same time, like, I don't know if that's good for me. Mm-hmm. So, there's that. But also, like, that could, those people are probably exist on Tinder as well, and they just aren't saying it. So, like, mm-hmm. what's better? Yeah. The other thing is that, like, her, which is, like, femme, non-binary dating app mm-hmm. specifically, is not good. No. It's bad. Have you tried it? Yeah. Really? Yeah. What are your thoughts? My thoughts, it's more like lesbian vibes, which is fine, but that's not my vibe, <laughs> you know? Do you mean like stereotypical lesbian vibes? Like like a lot of people who are like, I'm looking for my new girlfriend, like these very like gendered, mm. I want a I've noticed that language. some on Tinder too. Yeah, I would say that there's like a, there's like definitely like the hey mamas lesbians. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's not my vibe. Mm-hmm. There's definitely yeah. hey mamas lesbians on her. Yeah, and there's very like femme lesbians. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen as many like open poly le- non-binary they them lesbians. Yeah, <laughs> we've talked about this lesbian distinction before. The like non-binary lesbian versus the yeah, it's like I want to have. Like, I want to model my relationship off heteronorms yeah. that are female. That's too much. That is not enough, really. Oh, <laughs> true that. For, for, for us. Yeah. But, like, respect some people. Also, I think yeah. that, like, the thing about it is that, like, we're giving so much more space. Mm. But, like, I think, like, 50 years ago, if I felt the way that I do, like, in, like, my a body like 50 years ago 
I made make those decisions. Mm-hmm. And just thinking about, like, the cultural context, but specifically living in Seattle, too. Mm-hmm. Seattle's definitely a different queer context yeah. than it's a lot way of places. It's safer, for sure. Yeah. And, like, they and more they then. Yeah. 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 A lot, yeah, a lot more chill. Let's give our ratings of Tinder. Out of what? Out of, like, how would you, like, rate Tinder compared to, like, what ideal dating app you would have? Like, what would you, like... I just wouldn't date on an app. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> I think, I honestly... Okay, I've never used Tinge, but I like the format from what I've seen of being able to do more prompts, respond to specific pictures, and, uh... Do voice memos? Yeah, you should Which try it. hilarious. Yeah. No, I, I cannot handle doing more than one right now. I'm using them. Okay. But anyways... So I think Tinder, it depends what you're looking for. But if you're, like, trying to hook up, I think Tinder's just the simplest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Swipe in bio. I mean, there's also, like, the Bumble. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. I haven't thought about Bumble in forever. Yeah. Which also feels more straight. Yeah. And then there's, like, the gay male grinder. Mm-hmm. There's so many different options for different people. But, Molly, what would your ideal, like, dating situation be, like, you like weren't on the apps like if you weren't like if you weren't for covid like what what would dating look like for you i think that in an ideal world i would be able to go like if it weren't covid i would be able to go to more events and like just meet more new people and i think that's how i would prefer to make connections rather than it being like controlled and filtered through a date like an app that yeah like there's just a lot that changes and I think it takes some of the like scariness and like another step in the process out too and that would be my deal I also just would rather yeah anyways I don't want to go on a COVID tangent (laughs) yeah I think I had like my peak ho phase like fall winter before COVID and it was like a mixture like of tinder and going out Mm -hmm. to like bars and like meeting people, like, from, like, Wild Rose, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, like, and also it was nice, because then if you see people out, then you can swipe on them, mm-hmm. and then you, like, know if they, like, were interested in you or not, and you'd be like, oh, like, remember the other night? Ooh, yeah. I didn't even think about that for some little Oh, I've done that one. reality crossover. Yeah. I've done that before. Or, like, go to Wild Rose in Capitol on, like, a Friday night. And I, like, change my, like, thing to, like, one mile, and, like, I swipe on people that I know are, like, at the bar, and they, like, I see them, and they're, like, oh, I just saw you on Tinder. Oh, my God. That's genius. genius. <laughs> Love that. Uh, yeah. Me just being a hoe. These were my tactics pre-COVID. So, to wrap up the Tinder conversation, how would you rate your Tinder experience? I'll give it a, a five out of five. Five out of five. Five out of five? Oh, sorry. Sorry. Five out of ten. <laughs> I was like, damn. Five okay. Four. Five. Five out of ten. <laughs> I would say this week leveled up to a yeah, six. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> a six or a seven out of ten. Fuck yeah. Previous, like, if you asked me last week, I would have said a two. <laughs> four more months. Four more months. Mine's like twenty three 
to like 50. Fuck yeah. Like, I kind of want a mommy. Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. hot. What's your age range? Like 25 to 35. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. yeah. What's yours? I think 23 to 30. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I used to have 22, like, till 100. And I started finding these, like, like 20, 50 year old lesbians. <laughs> Like this isn't gonna work. I think I have to like have like forty five. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. But honestly, could also be down for like a fifty year old lesbian, mm-hmm. like a Cynthia Nixon. Mm-hmm. 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 Hell yeah! I think Cynthia Nixon's like uh, upward fifties. I'm gonna Google it. Yeah, I wonder what that age gap is between Sarah Ramirez and Cynthia Nixon. And then just like that. How old is Sarah? I'm gonna look at that. <laughs> Ooh. Okay, how old do you think Cynthia Nixon is? Like 58. Okay. Kenny, do you know who Cynthia Nixon is? Yes. How old do you think she is? Like 62. Damn, okay, she's 55. Okay. Oh. Who's she dating? Well, she's married, but in. The, the show, show, the Sex and the City reboot, she's dating Sarah Ramirez's character, Che Diaz. How old do you think Sarah Ramirez mm-hmm. is? Like 40, 38. 46. Whoa. Whoa. They look really good. They look good. Damn. Yeah. yeah, I think they Because they were good. on Grey's like a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Callie. But honestly, they've had such a glow up. Oh, the short hair. Yeah, the, like, everything. Yeah. Cali Torres to now is just, like... And, uh, like, we watched Cali come out, so it's actually kind of, like, wholesome. Like, yeah. Like, as they've become more and more queer-presenting in their personhood, their characters they're playing have become more and more queer. That's, that's really that. sweet to think about. I hadn't really thought Based about on it. two characters. <laughs> like, they're two, like, most well-known yeah, characters. For sure. The characters that they are, like, known for, for sure. Okay, so basically we're just going to end this podcast by saying Sarah Ramirez is really hot. This episode was brought to you by the tireless work of our one-of-a-queer executive producer, Elle. And we want to give a special thanks to Betsy and Mary for giving birth to us hotties. To our friends who we scheme and shenanigan with. To my lizard, Sasha, for being the number one lizard in our hearts. To Zoe Kravitz for keeping us thirsty. And to Hunter Schaefer and Dominic Fike for loving each other as much as we love their love. And to you for listening.